Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Lachelle Adkins. Lachelle Adkins is known to the world as America's supermom. Lachelle is a survivor of depression. And Lachelle Adkins is our keynote speaker for our upcoming global virtual panel of depression survivors event on March 26th of this year, which is next Friday at 5 p.m. Welcome back to the show, Lachelle. Thank you so much, Gigi, for having me. I am so excited to be a part of this amazing event. I think it is so time appropriate with everything that has been going on over the past 12 months, okay? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Let's talk about that a little bit more in regards to COVID-19. What are some patterns that you're noticing in regards to COVID and depression? Yes. Uh, you know, people are overwhelmed with just day-to-day -day living. Uh, moms that are struggling with managing their work schedule as well as homeschooling and trying to maintain some kind of level of balance and uh, just the feelings of overwhelm, having high expectations. I think one of the things that really uh, resonates with me as well is just uh, the disconnect of communication with the school system, I feel. I think that there uh, should be more proactive uh, plans in terms of communicating to the students, the parents, as well as the teachers. There's a disconnect on every side, and it is very problematic because I feel like in one instance, they're just trying to run business as normal, but they're using different means of trying to educate kids but they're uh, missing the emotional um, situation that the kids are going through. Many of them may have had family members that uh, have lost their lives and they couldn't grieve them properly through a normal funeral or, you know, they have live-in family members because other people lost their jobs. There's so many different um, issues that uh, a lot of these families are plagued with. And just another thing is the economic uh, downturn that could be going on in their houses. So I feel like there's so many tools and resources that may not be used um, to the proper uh, manner because um, there's this disconnect of people just trying to maintain normalcy, but not being cognizant of life that's happening right now in the here and now. Very powerful. Now, what does depression mean to you? For me, it is, well, for my story, it's not having my voice. So burying my voice, not speaking up for what I believed in, um, not feeling that I was enough, um, feeling like I was a failure. So all of these mindset beliefs just suppress me from really being able to express my emotions um, it was uh, masked with a lot of uh, busy productivity, I would say, always staying moving and not really having the time to um, really face some of the unfulfillment, uh, dissatisfaction with how things were happening, um, or even ignoring the fact that I was not involved in any kind of self-care, no cognizance of who I was and what I needed, but always pouring out to other people to replace what I was not doing for myself. I love it. 
Now you will be going more in depth with your story during our event next Friday, but talk to us more about your life after overcoming depression. Right now, you know, I just feel like I am a water hose. <laughs> I have so much information, knowledge. Um, I am passionate about mental wellness. Uh, since I have been able to overcome my own depression, not only am I a lifestyle designer underneath the coaching industry uh, to help other women, but I'm an author, a speaker, I'm a podcast host, um, I'm in comic books, any platform that I could uh, have a conversation about mental wellness or give people tips on how they can embrace their unique voice. Uh, I think a lot of times we try to pattern ourselves after quote unquote successful people, but their method may not be our method. We ignore our God-given talents and things that we are skilled at and put them on a shelf and try to recreate ourselves as other people because we think that's the only way something can be accomplished. Um, one of the things that a lot of people ask me is, wow, you know, I see you on this platform and that platform. How do you do it all? And for me, it's not any work. I mean, the Lord has really given me a keen insight to know what my gifts and strengths are. And all I do is repurpose the things that I do. I am transparent to what it is that I have overcome and I'm bold about speaking about it. And it really gives me the opportunity to have many more stages to speak to a lot of people because the topics that I bring up are things that a lot of people try to hide behind. And I like to tell people up front, hey, I'm, I'm raising awareness for mental wellness. You know, it's the first thing I say in my intro because that's the type of conversation that people would love to talk about, but they are afraid of. I love it. Now you mentioned God. How important was God's role in your life in regards to your recovery and overcoming depression? Couldn't have made it without him. And God has just always been a strong force in my life overall, just in general. Uh, you know, America's Supermom comes from being a mother of 15 children. Uh, a lot of people say, are they all yours? And yes, they are. Uh, my husband and I had 13 children together and two of them are my stepchildren. And out of those 13, 11 of those were natural childbirth, no pain medicine. Uh, the last two I had to have C-section because I was over 40. So that really was pivotal for me. Um, any of the nurses, I'm sure if you go back and ask them, you know, it, they would say, hey, you know, she was pleasant, but she had that Bible and she was praying. So every delivery, that is what I did. I got into a mode of meditation very heavily in um, prayer and uh, just trusting God, because for me, that was the scariest um, role that I ever had to play was going through childbirth. And every time it didn't get easier, but it was just a routine that I had breathing, um, you know, just listening to the word. If I didn't if I was at the point where I couldn't read it anymore, then I was listening in headphones. My husband knew we had to have, you know, the CDs or whatever. And uh, that's just how I went through it. So with me, God, I mean, and then just having a family our size, I'm telling you, there's no way that we would have made it. And a lot of times my husband was the only breadwinner. 
So imagine that one person's income with all those mouths to feed. So yeah, God is a pivotal role. Amen. Trusting God truly matters. Very powerful. Thank you. Now, from a survivor's perspective, what is your best advice or tip for someone battling depression right now? The best tip is to admit where you've been lying to yourself. See, we go into these patterns of, you know, not feeling right. Something's not quite there. You know, uh, denial is the thing that we do uh, really uh, well. You know, we want to hide behind masks. We want to put things in on shelves and, you know, just don't look at it, pretend it doesn't exist. And that awareness, once you have that, you realize that it no longer controls you anymore. You know, you're really being fed a lot of times with, and this is only my story. Um, everyone is different. Um, first of all, I think depression was me actively being busy. So my mindset, I thought, well, I'm not depressed because I'm not in the bed. I'm getting up. I'm being productive and doing things because I thought somebody who didn't do those things was depressed. So I was very surprised that I had a 13-year struggle with this. So I think the awareness is the first thing, you know, not denying it, not covering it up, and just having that time to just sit there and realize that um, it's not taking you anywhere. You're stuck because this is something that is like, um, it's a mindset, like a loop or a record that just keeps on playing and it's not interrupted, you know, and you also will realize that a lot of these things are in your own mind. You're alone. You're not feeling comfortable to talk to anybody else. So I always ask a lot of my clients, if you are feeling down and you're feeling negative and you're by yourself, how are you going to infuse positivity or a different mindset? It takes getting away from yourself and being around other people and having the ability to build up trust so that you can allow other people to pour into you because you're just going to be on that loop going on that negative train and you're not going to be able to get off if you're not able to be around others and people that you uh, feel love and support you to be able to pour into you and tell you something positive rather than the negative things you keep playing in your head. Amen. Awareness truly matters. Now you mentioned mindset. Talk to us about when you shifted your mindset and what was that aha moment for you? Well, I had to realize that I blame my husband, my kids and my circumstances. And every time I went to the hospital, I was the common denominator. <laughs> you know, some of my kids weren't even born. So I'm sitting up here blaming them. But uh, it's just the reality that whether it was by my own choice or behavior or whatever the case was, I had to assume accountability. And I had that awareness that if it's going to be, it's up to me. So if I'm going to change this scenario, then it's up to me to change it. And I realized that I was giving my power away in the past. I was walking around with this victim mindset that woe is me, I've got kids. Nobody understands. I was in the hospital two times, now three times. And, you know, nobody wants to hear that. That is not the person that I remember being as a child. I was raised always as a high achiever, make good grades. And I felt 
very proud of my accomplishments. However, uh, this new version of me, I didn't recognize them and I just didn't want that story. I just felt it didn't serve me. It wasn't reflective of who I remember being. And so that awareness led me to the fact of taking accountability and saying, okay, no matter how bad this is, what are you going to do today that's going to get you back to where you want to be? So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's on you. And asking myself those hard questions and stopping this um, fantasy thinking of, you know, I'm just going to be swept away by some um, person that's going to solve all my problems. I had to realize that I was my own hero, you know, but I also was my own villain. So I had made a choice that I'd rather be a hero than be a villain. And so that's really what did it for me. Amen. Very inspiring. And I look forward to listening into your story more in depth in our event next week, next Friday. And your story and your voice is truly someone else's hope. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to reserve your virtual seat today. Go on the Facebook search engine and type the Global Virtual Panel of Depression Survivors event and reserve your seat and mark that you're going. We look forward to seeing you there. Michelle Adkins is our keynote speaker for this event. Tune in and listen in. It is going to be powerful. And Michelle, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. And I just, again, I think this event is going to be amazing. I wish I would have had something like this when I was going through my struggle because, you know, now we're in a place where a lot of people have compassion. They have empathy. They understand that, you know, depression doesn't look the same for everybody. And they understand that, you know, it's not something that's contagious a lot of times, you know, however, there are things that we can do to empower other people. And this was one of the things that I realized uh, during the pandemic. And I created a, a strategy that reminds me of this every day. It's a um, movement I call the Smile for Wellness movement. And SMILE is an acronym for five areas that we need to watch out and be proactive with our mental wellness. And those elements are sleep, your mood, inner voice, laughter, and energy. So all of those areas were pretty much at a deficit for me. You know, it was negative on every side. Um, I remember really just sleeping like three or four hours a day on a regular basis uh, because I was nursing or my kids would get up in the middle of the night and it was just a cycle and sleep deprivation. You know, if you look at any deficits in each of those areas, just find out what the side effects can be for that. You know, what are the pain points? What are some of the symptoms that you can react in your own body? And um, laughter was a big one. You know, my husband was always gone working. So I didn't have the time I felt to laugh. I was the mom and the dad a lot of times when he was away because he'd be, the kids would be sleep when he'd go to work and sleep when he would get home. And so I felt doing both roles, I didn't have any time to have fun because I had to always enforce some structure and discipline because I didn't have that break. I had to think about everything. So those are key things to really kind of begin your journey and really gauge and check in with that daily because, you know, you can look up and you could say, you know, why am I in such a mood? And then you realize, oh, I haven't really been sleeping or, you know, to be honest, my I don't have a sense of humor or whatever the case is. And 
you can do something about it then. You can get on Google and look up ways to improve your mood or, you know, uh, how what are some hacks for your inner voice or, you know, watch comedy videos. Something like that can really lift your spirits or, you know, I don't have any energy. Well, what have I been eating? You know, am I eating a bunch of junk and processed foods? Am I eating fast food and nothing home cooked? I mean, just a number of things that give you some markers because when you are dealing with depression, a lot of things are just a fog. You know, I was on autopilot and I didn't even realize what was going on. Every day was like, okay, I made it through another day, but it was not in a thriving mindset at all. It was just surviving another day. Just like, wow, I can't believe I did it. And, you know, just waking up every day depleted from the very beginning because I'm not getting enough sleep. But having this mindset that is this all there is to life and that life is so much better on the other side. So I think there is hope for everybody. You know, it's all in your mindset, what you believe to be true. And if you don't have the faith or the belief Get around people who do have it and borrow theirs until you can create your own. And this is really what this summit is all about. It's borrowing the faith of other people who have been there until you have your own. Amen. Michelle, you are truly an inspiration. And thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. And again, it's such an honor to have you as our keynote for the Global Virtual Panel of Depression Survivors event. Thank you so much for having me, Gigi. Looking forward to it. Changing lives one person at a time. Yes, ma'am. I love it.